I'm Dustin Williams, and this is Old Man Style Cards, a podcast about trading cards. I started in the hobby in 1987 and just jumped back in. I'm here to talk about junk wax and throwbacks, what's changed, and some tips and tricks to help you better understand the hobby. New to the hobby? Just jump back in? I'm here to help you. New episodes every week on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you stream podcasts. Hey, this is Dustin, and welcome to the Old Man Style Cards podcast. It has been a hot second before I have been on here, and sorry about that if you love listening to the podcast. Just got really busy and got a whole bunch of things to get to you today. So thanks for listening, and we're going to jump right into a whole bunch of topics. Try not to go too crazy, but the more random, the better, I feel like, on this podcast. And so I'm going to take you through... A few things of uh, what I've been up to over the past few weeks and some, I guess, some fun facts along the way that are about to happen in the hobby. So let me let me start with kind of like, let me start with like the fanatics and taking over tops and talking a little bit about the hobby changing um, dynamics a little bit along the way and uh, kind of the future of the hobby. I, I know I mentioned this before. Um, the hobby just to me is not in a great place. It's not very kid oriented. It's honestly not even very hobby oriented, um, kid or adult. I mean, the hobby is expensive. Uh, I blame the pandemic. You can actually blame that because people got the extra money and they were just spending and spending. And then people were at home and spending money they didn't have. And then some people just uh, were in were in the game to flip cards and make a quick profit. And so. Now the hobby is, uh, to me, sputtering out a little bit. You have a little bit less breakers out there. You still, you still have people uh, breaking and whatnot and uh, Facebook and different places. They're doing live breaks and things like that. But a lot less than it was, uh, I would say, the prices of cards, um, reselling cards have gone down. Now, not new products and hobby packs and things like that. That's still really expensive. But the cost of cards are coming down a little bit. The cost of wax boxes, uh, at least some of the ones that I look for, are coming down just a little bit. Um, so just kind of, if I were you, if you're in the hobby, wait it out a little bit. Great example, if um, if I were you and you love the 80s and 90s stuff that I do, like an 89 uh, Griffey Upper Deck Rookie, wait it out a little bit. You might save $20, $30 more just by waiting it out as these cards come down in price. So with everything, uh, I will say there's been some positives with the hobby right now. And as we've, as you know, baseball season has kicked off. Uh, one cool thing is uh, a show that I have referenced a little bit before on this podcast called Chasing Cardboard. Uh, if you had a chance to to look look them up, look them up on YouTube and type in Chasing Cardboard. Awesome content that uh, these guys are putting out. And one episode that caught my attention was they went to spring training, and they had. Uh, tops packs, so packs of tops baseball, the new ones, and uh, they were just literally giving away packs to kids. And uh, some of the kids looked surprised; they didn't even know what <laughs> baseball cards were, which is really sad. Uh, but he just went around and was passing out, you know, cards to people sitting in the outfield, uh, in the stands, things like that, walking around the park. And one thing that really was cool, but also made me sad as well was he had pictures of like Aaron Judge and uh, Otani and just different stars in 
in Major League Baseball, and the kids didn't. He would have pictures of them on like a huge piece of uh, like cardboard paper, and he would show it to them. Said, "Who's this?" And they would not know who the stars were. But he then had pictures of YouTubers and people that were not in the hobby space or athletes, but just YouTubers and things like that, and they and celebrities. And they knew the YouTubers and celebrities uh, more than they knew the actual athletes. So that, if that shows you how far we've got to come and how far we are right now, um, that is a great example of how the hobby isn't about the kids, um, and the kids don't really have a, like, it's like, what's the reason to get in to baseball cards, basketball cards, or just cards in general, if they can't relate to the players, they can't relate to the pricing, and these companies don't seem to care about relating to that demographic, because you know what, money sells, and they might be like, yeah, you know, eight-year-old Johnny is not going to buy more than a couple of packs of cards, but he's not my demographic. Well, he needs to be your demographic, or she needs to be your demographic, because we need to get the kids in the hobby. And so we'll give Tops uh, a, a plug here. I've seen Tops's logo uh, posted at uh, different uh, ballpark stadiums in the outfield. I saw, um, I believe it's Tops's logo at the McDonald's All American uh, basketball game. Like, I mean, Fanatics is trying. Like, I, I feel like they understand, you know, that they've got to get the marketing up, they've got to get the name out there. And I've seen that. And so that's really cool. So, um, maybe they're on the right track here. I, I still have uh, very low expectations because um, they've got a long ways to go. But that was cool. And then I also saw that Tops was um, going on this like uh, stadium tour. And they've been going around and they're visiting each stadium and giving away packs of cards. And that's the company Tops itself. And so that's awesome. So that's cool to see. And I'm glad that's happening. So if you're unaware, you know, you know, search, um, you know, fanatics buying tops, kind of look around, see what they're doing, um, and just kind of stay tuned where the hobby is going. Uh, but again, a long ways to go. So I'm going to um, me transition from that and go into, let me go into, before I go into some of the things I bought and opened, um, let me take this time to pause and let you know. Uh, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Old Man Style Cards. That is all one word, Old Man Style Cards. You can see a lot of these things that uh, I'm talking about here on the podcast right now. Um, the things that I open, things like that. But uh, there's a, a post that I do every day, a uh, picture of a card, picture of a box that I open. And just some of my old stuff that I've collected back from the 80s and 90s, I just showcase that and take you down memory lane. So uh, please follow that page. Um, really enjoy doing that. Um, so yeah, so let me transition to this uh, Instagram uh, Instagram tips. It'll be I was I'm about two months away from my one year anniversary of doing old man style cards on Instagram, and uh, I think right now I'm like a little over sixteen hundred and fifty followers or something like that. Uh, enjoy it, and I really love it. And it's not about the followers for me. It's about the do I enjoy posting and. Uh, putting my cards up, but it's also a virtual catalog for me uh, because a lot of my cards, or actually pretty much all my cards, stay inside boxes or stay 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 in places that I don't actually get to physically see. 
And uh, these cards being on Instagram, you know, I get to see those, get to scroll through and see some of my stuff. Um, and I enjoy that. So it's a mixture of entertaining people and also a mixture of entertaining myself by looking at the stuff that I do have. And so I would say if you're doing an Instagram, if you're doing Instagram right now, consistent content. So I make it a goal to do one post a day. Sometimes I've done two posts a day, but usually try to do at least one post a day. And uh, I'm doing this because, again, I love it. And I would I would suggest to you, if you want to do an Instagram page, that you're doing it because you love it. And um, as you're doing that, you know, for me, every time I do a post, I make sure I, I put in certain hashtags. So, like, I do hashtag junk wax. That's always a, a classic um, hashtag I use. Sports cards is another one. Who do you collect? 90s, 80s. Um, just look at my Instagram and see the ones I use. I just use consistent uh, hashtags so it appears in searches and, and people can find the content. If I post a player like Barry Bonds or Sammy Sosa or uh, Sean Kemp or whoever it is, I make sure that I hashtag their name. Um, so if someone was trying to search and look for their favorite person, maybe they come across my page and see it. Um, another thing that I like to do is give people shout outs. So um, I need to get do a better job of posting about that, but I love to share in my stories. If I see something really cool, I'll try to share that person's post in my stories so you can see their page, but also it creates cool content for my Instagram page. Uh, but also, you know, I, I just did a post and it was pretty well received. I just talked about, you know, four or five people that I love to follow in the hobby, screenshotted their pages and showed and tagged them in that post so people know how to follow them and see them. And then the last thing that I would say is a tip if you're doing a sports card Instagram page would be make sure you're using various sports. Um, I actually don't have a ton of hockey cards, so I try my best to put hockey up there. Um, I don't have a ton of non-sport cards, but I do my best to put those in there. But, you know, try to vary it up so you're not always doing all baseball or all basketball um, or all hockey or whatever the sport is. Um, try to try to switch them up, and uh, that way when people come to your page – um, they really don't know what to expect, but they do know that they're going to get content. Um, so all in all, that is the theme for uh, doing an Instagram sports card page. Consistent content all day long. Engage with people. And if you're one of those people that are selling on your Instagram page, just don't direct message people all the time asking do, do they want to buy or pushing your product on people. Social media is a two-way street, and it needs to be that way. So you shouldn't. it shouldn't be all about you and what you're what you can sell and what you get from it is also about the community and highlighting other people if you if you get those things you follow those three tips you're going to be successful making your instagram sports card page um so yeah let me go through uh one of my last things today let me go through what i have been opening uh one of the last things that you might have seen on my instagram page was uh it's about a week so if you hated 1991-1992 hoops, basketball, I'm sorry, but I loved it. And unbelievably, I did not open this product when I was a kid. I was all about Skybox and baseball cards when I was younger. And man, that was so much fun to, to buy a 1991 Series 1 box and a 1991 Series 2 NBA hoops box. Shout out to my guy, uh, North Carolina Sports Trading Cards and Collectibles. I tagged him in that post. Um, follow him on Instagram. He sells a lot of stuff. And again, guys, I, I'm in the 
919 area. So uh, if you're not in the North Carolina area, 919, Raleigh, Triangle area, um, you know, sometimes these shout-outs may not make the most sense because they're, they're far away. But some of these people do, sh- uh, do ship and will get you set up if you want to buy. So, again, check my page out for those kind of things. I sometimes tag people that I buy from, and uh, you can see who I bought that 91 Hoops box by going to that post. Um, so, yeah, love the box. Uh, series 1, let's start there. Uh, there's MJs everywhere. Holy cow. So in 1991-92 hoops, they, they highlight the Bulls' first title. Um, this is all kinds of cool Michael Jordan cards. Probably my favorite Jordan card in the um, Series 1 would probably his all-star card. His tongue's out. He's like throwing the ball through the, through the net, through a dunk. It's like mayhem on a card, and I love it. Um, so many Jordans. I think it, honestly, I don't have it in front of me. Maybe like five different Michael five different Michael Jordan cards in that series one box it was outstanding loved it um also in that uh box there's just a lot of really good shots like Sean Kemp has a cool uh, photo in there um there's these like art cards that are in there that kind of remind me of the the Don Russ football craze when everybody's been talking about the 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 new Don Russ football downtowns um, with the cool artwork. Uh, there were some really cool artwork cards in these 91-92 hoops. Stay tuned for a post of uh, Robert Pack. Yes, Robert Pack. Never thought you would hear that on this podcast, but Robert Pack from the Denver Nuggets and Minute Bowl had some sick artwork cards that I will uh, put up uh, probably this weekend, honestly. I want to get those out. Those look really cool. I know I told everybody they get a break from 91-92 hoops. Um, but I'll put those out there. And then um, the Series 2 of the hoops is, is pretty much just uh, a hodgepodge of uh, Dream Team cards from 84, 88, and 92. In that box, really lucked out and got the whole set of the 92 Dream Team cards with some doubles. Um, did get a double of a Coach K or Bird, I believe, but I did get doubles of Jordan. Uh, Magic and a couple other fun players like that. But love the 92 Dream Team and got that set. I had the whole 92 Dream Team set in Skybox, and now I have the whole Dream Team set in Hoops. And that was just a a small goal that I wanted to do for myself. So, yeah, I've got the 91-92 Hoops. Love that. And then also, uh, I love the draft pick cards in there, too. Um, That might have been in in Series 1. Forgive me if it's Series 1 or Series 2. But Larry Johnson and Dikimi Mutombo, some great rookie cards. Kenny Anderson also is a pretty fun uh, rookie card in there. Um, but, man, like, cool box design, cool packs, uh, very cool underrated product. So if you have a chance, 91-92 hoop, Series 1 and Series 2 basketball, uh, be on the lookout for that. Pretty tough box to find on sale. Um I worked a pretty good deal, but again, you still have to pay some money. So, I, I, if I were you, I wouldn't. I, you're not going to be able to find a 91 hoop series one box for probably under forty, forty five dollars. That's probably the going rate. Series two, it's going to be hard to find that for under fifty dollars because it's got the dream team cards in there. But all in all, you may be able to find two boxes for a hundred dollars. I would say that'd be a pretty good starting uh, thing there. But look around. Um, you know, as I, as I tell you about finding stuff, you know, eBay is a great is a great spot if, if you're not using the marketplace or a card show. 
most of my wax boxes actually come from card shows because I love to negotiate and I love to I love to deal with people face to face and let them know why I collect and what I want. And I'm usually able to work some pretty good deals in person. But I would say, you know, using eBay, this click the box, purchased and sold, and to see what that, you know, box sold for and use that as your starting guide. Um, but if you ever see a, a wax box that's, you know, has been put out there for an auction, you know, cash in that last uh, two minutes and see where it's at and put in a last second bid and see if you can get it. Um, you can find some good deals that way. But it, like, I, like I remind everybody, in this hobby, it can get expensive. So take your time negotiate don't panic um I'm, I'm still working my way through some of this expensive basketball junk wax examples would be like um the beam team uh, jordans in 1992-93 stadium club like those boxes are expensive they may stick together i'm a little nervous uh, flare ultra is expensive especially as you get to 1993 so i want all this stuff but uh I just, I'm just going to take my time and see if I can find a good deal and space it out. So, um, yeah, that's my advice to you. So, speaking of Flare Ultra, uh, I did buy and found an unbelievable deal on eBay for a 1992 Flare Ultra Series 2 box. Amazing deal. Uh, ended up getting three Shaq rookies in the box. Got an insert of Shaquille O'Neal as well called the Rejector. That might be the coolest insert I've ever pulled from a junk wax box um, so far in this in this journey. So check that out on my Instagram page. Let me highlight that card. I feel like I did. I have to go back and look, but it's basically a Shaquille O'Neal, and it's an insert in the into the nineteen ninety two Flirt Ultra, and it's called a Rejector, and uh, it looks like a basically a Kaboom. If you're familiar with the newer cards and the Kaboom cards, it looks like a modern day Kaboom card with Shaquille O'Neal on the front. Awesome card. And then on top of this, I've been wanting, and I don't know why, I probably saw it on Instagram. Harold Miner uh, was a dunk contest champ. Not really a great player, but he has this card in 1992 Flirt Ultra where he's shooting a fadeaway over Michael Jordan. And it is like, it is the coolest picture of Baby Jordan against uh, Air Jordan. And uh, I got like three of those cards in the box, and they're in pristine shape. And so I was so pumped to get those Harold Miners in there. But uh, mainly, if you just know, if you do get 92 Fleur Ultra, what you're going to see the most in there are basically rookie cards, um, the extra cards in the set that aren't from the base cards. Um, sorry, not from the base stars. So you won't, you won't get like Scottie Pippen and Sean Kemp and... Um, you know, other players like that were really good during that time period. You're not going to get those, um, like Carbalons and Barclays. You're going to have to wait and get those in uh, Series 1. But you'll get a couple. There's some good cards in there. And, again, I bought the box because, one, I needed it for my collection. But, two, I wanted um, to have a chance to get some of these inserts and the Harold Miner cards and the Shaq Rookie cards um, fresh from packs. So, be on the lookout. I will have a card show the first Sunday in May here in Garner at over at Shady's. So shout out to Shady's in downtown Garner. We'll have uh, another uh, card show over there, and that'll be from 2 to 5 o'clock on Sunday, May 7th. If you're in the Garner, North Carolina area, 919 area code, if you're around this area, come check out a card show. Love to meet you in person. And you can see some of these doubles and have a chance to buy them. I had a pretty good deal. I don't give these away. Um, 
I'm actually kind of stingy about it because I can prove these are pack fresh, short corners, uh, barely been touched cards, and can't afford to get these graded at the moment. So if you want to take it off my hands, I'm not going to give it to you for eBay price or dirt cheap price. You're going to pay a little bit more since um, you could send it to get graded at a really good price. And then last thing, I would say this is my shocker of the week, but I'm not doing a weekly podcast. I'm off my game. But if I had a shocker of the week story, I would say three weeks ago, uh, I came across this post on the Facebook Marketplace. So this goes back to tips when you're looking for cards and things like that online. I came across this post, and it was like it was a little blurry. And I saw a Bo Jackson football uh, eighty nine or sorry eighty eight tops. I saw a rookie card of Bo Jackson out there. I was like, man, that looks really good. Then I flipped, you know, I hit the hit the arrow, and the next page pops up, and I'm seeing all these eighty seven tops football now. Everybody like 87 Tops Football to get a box of wax of 87 Tops Football. I mean, you have to spend right now anywhere between like $600, $800. Like these boxes are super expensive. Um, but 87 Tops Football was the year like baseball for me where I really started first collecting football. It's my first year ever collecting football. So a lot of these 87 Tops, the way they were um, printed and the design on these, like, the corners get nicked really easy. It's really soft cardboard. And I don't really have any Chris Jerry Rice, uh, Eric Dickerson's, Montana's, things like that. And so I saw this I saw this post, and I reached out, and I said, um, you know, are these a dollar a card? Or are these, you know, and he's like, well, the Bo Jackson's $5, which is still a deal. But everything else is like a dollar a card. And I didn't realize how much stuff this guy had. So this is another tip. Um, just go in and, and, and reach out and see if this person has more stuff. Obviously, this guy didn't care about cards. He was just ready to uh, get rid of them. So I met up with him, um, and he's like, actually, I brought some more cards with me. I go to look at the stuff he had, and he literally had a huge box of 87 tops, uh, eight, some 88 tops football, 89 tops football. Came across some Brian Bosworth rookie cards. I got three. He had five, but two of them were off-centered, so I just got the three that were pretty well-centered. And I had my choice at whatever card I wanted. So it was like opening. It was like literally opening an 87 top football box um, right in front of me. So I had a great time with that and got a whole bunch of good scores. So check out again. Check out the Instagram page. You'll see um, those cards that I got from that lot posted on my page from, like I said, about three weeks ago. Um, so yeah, you know, the thrill of the hunt's fun. Um, again, when it comes to this hobby, you gotta have fun with this. If you're using social media, you gotta have fun. If you're just trying to make a quick buck, you won't make it. You won't have fun. Um, the market is always, uh, dipping. It's always moving up, like going down. It's just like a roller coaster ride. And if you're just doing it, um, to make money, I mean, you're probably not gonna, not gonna stay in this. You gotta have some kind of love for it. Um, but be be smart as you're looking at different things. There are scammers out there. I do warn people about Facebook Marketplace, uh, being safe if you do purchase something. Um, you know, if you are buying something, sometimes if something's too good to be true, it usually is, but not always. So go with your gut. Um, but sometimes there are people that just don't want those cards and they're just trying to get rid of them. And I've came across a few wax box sales like that and a, few, a, a couple other things. 
And again, if you follow my page, if you watch what I collect, if you see what I'm doing, I don't have a ton of money to invest into this. This is simply a side thing for me. I do sell a few things, but this is simply fun and a hobby. And so, again, I'm looking for deals. So stay tuned. Keep listening to this podcast. I really appreciate your support. Um, I'm constantly kind of putting tips out there here and there um, and buying different boxes and things like that to share with you. So if you ever need any advice, uh, you know, message me on Instagram. I also, do, I also am on uh, Twitter at Old Man Style Card. Couldn't put the S on it. Ran out of characters. So Old Man Style Card. I basically uh, replicate what I put on Instagram on Twitter. And if you don't like Twitter or Instagram, or you do, but you want to follow me on another spot, uh, Facebook, Old Man Style Cards on Facebook. I'm getting close to being able to do a drawing for some cards for you, uh, where I'm going to give away some free stuff on Old Man Style Cards on, on my Facebook page, because I'm trying to grow that spot. So I have friends that hate, or hate, I want to say hate Instagram. They don't use Instagram, so they're like, hey, can you do a Facebook page? So I pretty much mimic everything on those uh, on those platforms so everybody can see it or have a chance to find it. But again, thanks for uh, supporting and listening. And uh, again, if you think of anything else that you need help with, I'm always a message away. Uh, if you just want to shoot me a picture of a card or something like that and ask me you know, what you think it would be a grade um, or just advice on things like that, uh, I'm not an expert, but I uh, am happy to help guide you and give you an honest look into what you're doing. You guys have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you again.